Welcome to Last Looks, your go-to source for all things health, beauty, and business. I'm your host, Ada Trin, and I'm a makeup artist turned entrepreneur here to help you grow and thrive in the beauty market. Now sit back and relax, enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes coming out every Tuesday morning. Hey, Last Lookers, welcome back to the Last Looks podcast. This is episode seven, and today I wanted to talk about the importance of having a trademark, why it's important, and if you haven't, you should have gotten your trademark yesterday. So I brought on a guest. Michelle Mew Epstein is a trademark lawyer based in Orange County, California, and is the owner of Mew Epstein Law. She has worked in the intellectual property field for nearly 10 years, specializing in domestic and international trademark prosecution. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hi, Ada. Thank you so much for having me at the Last Looks podcast. I just wanted to say thank you so much for having me on here and talking to your guests. Yes. So like I said, you are one of the most anticipated guests I've had so far on the show. (laughs) Because thank you. (laughs) Yeah. If anyone has listened to my first episode, and if you haven't, I highly recommend you go back to listen to my first episode for the to, to know the reason why I'm so excited about this episode, because I lost my trademark back in 2015. And yeah, since then, trademark has been like my thing. (laughs) You know, it's like a big conversation I always bring up to entrepreneurs like, did you trademark yet? Have you trademarked? (laughs) It's crazy. Even Last Looks podcast, I just put in my trademark, I would like to say back in March, because I had the idea back in January, and I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, oh, it's a trademark. And my boyfriend, Andrew, and I were like, wait a minute we should get it trademarked because if not, something crazy will happen again. So, (laughs) So Michelle, please tell us a little bit about yourself and yeah, your story. Sure. So yeah, like Ada said, uh, my name is Michelle New Epstein. I'm a trademark attorney and I've been in the trademark industry for about 10 years now. So, you know, growing up, I always had law in the back of my mind, but I really thought I was going to go into the fashion industry. So, you know, I would always be sketching things and I thought I was going to be a fashion designer or a stylist of some sort, you know, so I, I kind of pursued the fashion world a little bit. But prior to starting fashion school, I took a job at an IP firm. And so from there, I was, you know, making money and then also getting to work with a lot of these large brands with their trademarks. So I did a lot of trademark work for them internationally and here domestically. And I just really fell in love because I got to see all of these new brands that were coming out before they hit the market. So now it kind of led me down this path of law school. So, you know, I went to law school while I was working at the IP firm. And now I get to have kind of like the best of both worlds where I'm still working, you know, with creative industries and then also so handling the legal aspects of it. I love your journey. I feel like that's like every um, everyone's journey, right? Like you, you start off with something and you think you want to do something and then it just leads you to an even better road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I've been happy ever since. And then, you know, working with my own firm, it's been great. I, I still continue to do, you know, what I love every day with, with a lot of these companies and their trademark. Can you tell me in a nutshell, what is a trademark? Yeah. So a trademark is essentially like a word, phrase, 
symbol or design that identifies or distinguishes the source of goods or services from one party to another. So for example, you know, I know that you are in the makeup industry or you're in the makeup industry. And, you know, when you think of makeup, you think of all these different types of brands. So like Too Faced, Urban Decay, NARS, and Smashbox. When you think of these names, you think of like, you know, what types of qualities you can expect from each of these brands. And even with your own business, Guys Etiquette, um, you know, you kind of associate that with a skincare line for men. So that's essentially, you know, how a trademark works. It lets consumers know, you know, what types of goods or services you're selling underneath a trademark. Great. So let's say I want to start a brand new business, like maybe some of the listeners here. How do I look up and see if my trademark is already taken? Is that something that I can do? And what are the resources that I can use to do that? Yeah, that's definitely something you can do. And I really encourage a lot of these business owners who are thinking of starting a brand to see if a trademark is taken before they commit a lot of time and resources to it. So the USPTO, that's the United States Patent and Trademark Office website. Um, that's USPTO.gov. You can go on there and you can search their records. And that's available for the public. You can definitely see if there are other marks out there that may be similar or the same as yours before you launch a brand. And then also, you know, sometimes people may want to consider hiring an attorney to help them through that process because, you know, with trademark searches, it can render a lot of results. And so it could get overwhelming when you have, you know, thousands of results and you want to know what that really means for your brand. So definitely you should do a trademark search if you have a company or you're thinking about starting a company just to see if that name is available for you. Yes. And I highly recommending getting a lawyer because I have seen the trademark process, like the paperwork, and I just, I, mm -hmm. I get dizzy. <laughs> I'm like, what, <laughs> what is all this? And how do I submit all this? And, you know, I've had a, a friend of mine who put in her trademark by herself. She's like, oh, let me just wing it. She, mm -hmm. I guess, didn't do it right. And it took her I think like nine months later, it was for a yoga studio, but it took a nine months or almost, I don't know, like 10 months to figure out that she didn't end up getting the trademark like correctly and didn't file yeah. it right or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can be, you know, if you don't know what you're doing, it can take a really long time that may result in nowhere. You know, that's kind of the benefit of hiring an attorney. It can kind of shortcut it a lot without you having to do a lot of, you know, research and, you know, effort and things into that, into things like that. Exactly. So how long does the whole trademark process take? For instance, if I want to start a company, you know, this summer, how long mm -hmm. does it take? And when should I start looking into getting one? The whole trademark process takes about nine to 12 months. And that's assuming a straight forward, smooth process. So I always tell business owners, if you know what your brand name is going to be, you should start the process of trademarking as soon as possible because of how long it takes, you know, because the longer you wait and, you know, the more time you kind of put into building a brand, you know, third parties can file the same or similar mark in the in the meantime. So I always tell business owners, you know, if you know what your business name is, you know, it's essentially your baby. So you want to make sure that it's protected. So what does it mean when you file for intent to use? There is about four different bases that you can file a trademark application to the main basis. The first one is use-based applications. And the second one is an intent to use based application. So an intent to use based application is essentially, 
you know, filing an application where it's essentially telling the USPTO that, you know, you have a brand name in mind and you intend to put this uh, brand and use it in connection with your goods and services and U.S. commerce in the near future. So these types of applications can be really helpful for a lot of business owners because if you're thinking of, you know, starting a brand, you can file an intent-to-use-based application and then wait and see if the USPTO will essentially approve the application. And if they do, then you can, you know, start rolling out a lot of these marketing and advertising campaigns. Amazing. So I have a nail salon before, and um, I own the trademark to my nail salon. But I was having trouble with selling like makeup products and hair products under the same name, because it was a nail salon. So can you Mm -hmm. explain how that works? Like if it's a nail salon, and if you want to, let's say, sell uh, makeup products like I did under the same name, I, I can't, right? Because it's two different categories. Yeah, so there's about 45 different classes with the USPTO. And so each of those classes or categories um, have certain goods or services associated with them. Salon services is a different class from, say, like makeup or hair products. But you can certainly trademark the same name. So, you know, if you have like a salon, you can have that same name. And, you know, if you have makeup or hair products, you can also brand under the same name. You just have to make sure you're protected in the appropriate class having an attorney to kind of walk you through the different types of protections you can have underneath the mark, that will be beneficial. So can you explain the difference between a trademark, a copyright, and a patent? They're all different in their own ways, right? You know, each one of them are certainly different. A trademark is, you know, kind of like what we talked about. They're like a word, a phrase, a symbol, or a design that kind of, you know, distinguishes those the source of the goods and services from, you know, one party to another. So, you know, I always like to say, you know, if you have like a makeup line, you'll know, you know, Too Faced has certain goods, Urban Decay has certain goods, you know, OPI and Essie are, you know, those are also nail brands. And so you can identify them. You know, copyright is, so essentially copyright, you know, the definition is the original works of authorship that are fixed in a tangible medium of expression. So essentially what this means is like they're, they're books or movies or songs. And then patents are, they protect new or original inventions or discoveries. So those are like pharmaceutical drugs and complex machinery and things like that. Do you have any crazy trademark horror stories that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, I mean, there's always, you know, these types of horror stories. And, you know, I've been in the trademark field enough, um, long enough. So, you know, I've dealt with um, very interesting matters, Um, you know, but I, you know, I tell these horror stories just so that, you know, other brand owners or business owners can kind of take it as like a a learning lesson so that it doesn't happen to them. One one example that I can think about, um, I was working with a very popular hair care brand locally, you know, and so they got a lot of notoriety and, you know, not only here locally, but internationally. So as they were expanding their brand, you know, they worked with different manufacturers and distributors. And, you know, when this hair care brand was ready to take it internationally, they found out that, you know, these manufacturers and distributors and other third parties who saw the success of this company, they had filed trademarks, you know, in those countries. And so at that point, it was kind of, you know, an uphill battle where you had to work with these parties to try to get your brand back. And, you know, and that 
kind of took a lot of time, effort, and money. And, you know, sometimes the client will continue to pursue it or sometimes they'll decide that, you know what, that that's going to take too much time and money. I, I just want to abandon all effort. So um, when I tell, when I talk to business owners, you know, if your brand is important to you and you're building it and you have an online presence, you know, you should really talk to a trademark attorney and really look into where you should seek protection so that that same situation doesn't happen to you. Wow. Thank you. That That's the same thing that happened to me. People saw that I was popping off with my first brand because I had all these celebrity clients talking about it mm-hmm. on social media and I didn't know anything about a trademark. And so I didn't trademark it. And then next thing you know, I had some poachers come in. They were trying to sell me my own trademark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, that happens a lot <laughs> and uh, more often than people think. Um, so, you know, there's eyes essentially everywhere, especially in this online age where, you know, brands are so visible, you know, anybody can kind of come in and, and essentially hijack your mark. It's crazy. So, um, Michelle, thank you so much for, for coming on today. Can you tell us where our listeners can find you? Yeah, so I'm, you can, you guys can visit me on my website, www.mewepsteinlaw.com, um, or you can email me at michelle at mewepsteinlaw.com, and you can also follow me on Instagram or Facebook at mewepsteinlaw. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out new episodes coming out every Tuesday morning. Also, if you haven't yet, please go check us out on Instagram at Podcast to keep in touch and just to say hi. All right. See you guys next time. Bye.